0: Well, good morning. In the time for all ages, I showed images of different kinds of webs, of connection. The nerves in our brains, connections between people, connections between plants underground, connections between galaxies. The points or connections are called nodes or intersections. Nature is filled with these webs, and so is our daily lives. Have you thought about the intersection where your secular, worldly lives and your spiritual lives meet? You know, that space where your spirit causes you to engage in issues, causes, or work that is meaningful to you and your ordinary daily life. Have you pondered? what has driven you towards those efforts. My memories as a child involve trees and being outside. I come from a large family of six kids. My father was in the Coast Guard and we moved a lot. As kids, we were always playing outside. I remember playing with toy army men under the shade of a willow, fairies among the roots of a tulip poplar, catching tadpoles in the shade of a dogwood, pirates in a treehouse, sailing on a tree swing from an enormous conifer. I was always aware of the bugs and the insects. I was scared of snakes, and I always looked out for bears. I also remember helping my mother with her flowers and vegetable gardens, nearly every place we lived except Alaska. I paid attention as my dad showed me how grafting works on avocado trees. I raked tons of eucalyptus leaves and I defended a lone scraggly olive tree from my father who hated it. And I, and I learned to be very wary of pomegranate tree thorns. As a child outside, nature was the backdrop of most of my waking hours. As a teenager, when I could legally drive, I conducted nature hikes of chaparral flora and fauna for the Audubon Society. Even as an adult, I continued to be engaged in and noticing of the natural environments I encountered as an army wife with the constant moves required of that life. We have been members of the Sierra Club for as long as I can remember. In fact, my husband was a member before we were married. In my middle years, I worked in the horticultural industry. And as of late, I have volunteered for years as a master gardener. When I found Unitarian Universalism, as an adult the seventh principle respect for the interdependent web of all existence of which we are a part told me i was home i wasn't searching necessarily for that sentiment but when i countered it in our principles and purposes it connected me in a profound to me in a profound way it was a powerful node in the web of my spiritual awareness. I could speak on the other principles and purposes of Unitarian Universalism and how those mirror my sense of what I think is moral and ethical for me in my life. But the seventh principle is the one that connected me most strongly to our shared movement and tied itself to an elemental part of my basic being Sometime in middle school, I'm sure it's the same for you, we read the Greek myths. I encountered Gaia, the penultimate mother of the Titans, and the grandmother of all the main Greek gods and goddesses. I was intrigued by the idea that Gaia was the progenitor of all those fierce male Greek gods. And I made sure to emphasize that bit of information with my older brother, Norman. Gaia, another node in the web of my spiritual awareness. When portions of the book, Silent Spring by Rachel Carson were required reading in college, in a college biology class, I couldn't finish the book. It disturbed me greatly. It brought back memories of us as children running after the DDT fogging trucks in Louisiana that were trying to knock down the mosquito population. It reminded me of the dead, cold, clear lake with no fish in it or birds near it in Alaska that we got our drinking water from. It reminded me of my father and his home pesticide approach of more is better and the lingering chemical smell of his ministrations. It's another web, another node in my web. It was enlightening later in college when I learned in a world religion class about the Hindu goddess Bumi, another version of Gaia. For the Romans, she was called Terra. So not just the Greeks, but also other religions had a goddess that personified planet Earth. Earth personified as a spiritual being, a conception of the Earth as animated and alive, another node. At the beginning of my Unitarian Universal experience, our minister at the time, Cynthia Kane, offered a religious education class for women called Cakes for the Queen of Heaven. This was a powerful and illuminating survey of pre-Judeo-Christian cultures, and whether these ancient cultures worshipped the female as divine is proposed. The idea that the female might have equality and reverence in religious life was discussed. Another note. Over the years of my Unitarian Universalist spiritual journey, adult education classes, sermons, and especially other congregation members have fostered a deeper, broader, more soul-satisfying dimension for me of the meaning of the interdependent web of existence. I remember well, a member of this congregation, a geologist who worked for the federal government regarding atomic waste disposal. He and I were having a discussion about the Gaia hypothesis as proposed by James Lovelock. Lovelock's idea is that the earth is a dynamic system of both inorganic and organic parts that together make earth a fit environment for life and that earth itself is an organism with self-regulating functions. And so my Unitarian Universalist experience enhanced and enriched my spiritual connection to our natural world, a powerful node. Later, with some reading of Neil deGrasse Tyson, another connection was made. He pointed out that our bodies here on Earth are made of atoms that then combine to make molecules, that combine to make the tissues, organs, and bones of our bodies. These atoms in our bodies were once in the fiery middle of massive stars. Those ancient stars finally exploded, dispersing their atoms into the galaxy that then combined with circulating gas clouds, forming the compounds that underpin life today. Aliveness. To think that we are connected to those early stars and the universe in an atomic way is mind blowing. Yet we are chemically of our earth Gaia. And in the end, we are all connected by our biology. An amazing web of connection in three layers, atomically to the stars, chemically to the earth, and biologically to each other over vast amounts of time. One web of mystery connected to a web of the physical, to the web of deep time. Quite an amazing node. In the first part of our principles and purposes, it states that our Unitarian Universalist tradition draws from many sources, including direct experience of that transcending mystery and wonder affirmed in all cultures, which moves us to a renewal of the spirit and an openness to the forces that create and uphold life. We are in web, upon a web of connections, physical, virtual, cultural, and mysterious. These connections, these webs, are inescapable, and they connect to each other, the physical to the mysterious, the virtual to the culture, and on and on. Bringing into our consciousness, our awareness of what drives us gives us meaning and relationship to our Unitarian Universalist values, our religion, can deepen our spirituality and give it more dimension. Remember religion is where you bring your spirituality into community. Like my early connection to the world of nature makes the connection to the idea of the Gaia hypothesis that then enhances my reverence for the natural world and then expands to the mystery of creation and moments of awe. I am then called to more strongly treasure and protect our earthly home. What is the connection with your spirituality and your volunteer work? your hotspot of societal issue, how does your Unitarian Universalist experience intersect with your secular activism? Maybe thinking intentionally about that connection can enhance both your spirituality and your secular life. The quote attributed to Socrates, the unexamined life is not worth living posits that an unexamined life is deprived of the meaning and purpose of existence. As William E. Gardner says, we all have two religions, the religion we talk about and the religion we live. It is our task to make the difference between the two as small as possible. Maybe like spiders, or the mycorrhiza underground, we could be working to expand our connections, reducing the difference between the religion we talk about and the religion we live, and in doing so, making more nodes between the spiritual, cultural, physical, and virtual aspects of our lives. In his letter from 1963, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. wrote these words. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. We are caught in an inescapable web of mutuality, tied in a single garment of destiny. Whatever affects one directly affects all indirectly. Dr. King was speaking about justice specifically, but the idea of the web of mutuality is a powerful idea. So the web of mutuality that Dr. King is referring to is not bounded by time or subject, but is vast. Becoming more aware of that great inescapable web of mutuality that ties us all together, the flora and fauna, the animate and inanimate, the spiritual and mysterious, the the virtual and cultural with the past, present and future is a challenge for all of us. It is good spiritual work. Contemplating the different connections or nodes in your life enhances and strengthens that web of mutuality. We, as Unitarian Universalists, are called to do that, to make the distance between the life we live and the religion we talk about as small as possible, and to be aware of what moves us to action. Thank you, and blessed be.